DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone, and we are brought to you in part by Mark Miller Subaru. Time now to talk college football with Riley Jensen, college football insider. Riley, good morning. What's happening, fellas? Well, it looks like the youths might play a football game. How excited are you, Riley? Oh, pumped. I can't even believe how excited I am. Wait. Football season's been a little bit disappointing. A little well, bit disappointing. That's your inner Aggie. The youths don't want your inner Aggie dragging them down. They don't need your negative energy. Well, okay, that's fair. But but I think they've been a little bit down, too, because, I mean, what, are they going to get three games this year? Four? I mean, come on. That's not fun. That's not happiness. <laughs> it's my inner PK that I'm it's my inner PK that I'm channeling, not my inner Aggie. Man, I thought I was happy. Now I'm back no, to where I normally Riley, am. What is wrong? Who do who what happened to Riley? Actually I'm feeling better, come to think of it. I'm in I'm in my usual mood. This sucks. There you go. <laughs> it sucks. Riley actually do the math on this. There's a chance they could play five games. Get out of town. Okay, okay. L- listen, Aggie math is tough for me. So you know, I mean, listen, we you know, you get it. <laughs> Aggie football is even tougher. You seen anything like this with the coach and now the quarterback? Oh, man. It, it, it sure feels like there's some messes to clean up right now, right? And <clears throat> I think I think the thing that's the hardest is, is when Gary came in, I think it was 2009, even though they didn't win, you felt the shift in the attitude. You felt the shift in momentum. And they didn't win right away, but you could you could kind of tell that things were coming around. And then literally from like 2010 to 2019, it's probably the best era of Utah State football that there's ever been with, I think, eight bowl games. You're talking about winning seasons. You're talking about guys going to the NFL and playing really well. And I, I think what's disappointing is just two years ago, I mean, think about this, just two years ago, Utah State was 11 and two and ranked in the top 25, and now they're 0 and four. We have a pandemic. Our pets' heads are falling off. I mean, there's all kinds of negativity out here. You buried the lead. Your your pets' heads are falling off. Holy cow! Let's start so talking football and find out what the heck happened there. Well, it's just a dumb and dumber reference. Okay. You know, it's just like everything's going against us. So uh, how much of this do you think is talent, in which case that can take four years to rebuild, and how much of this is attitude, negative energy? Because I did think there was, a little, uh, there was a little pep in the step at the start of the Fresno game that hadn't been there. Now, Fresno may not be as good as the first three teams, so there's that. Um, but I thought the touchdown that made it 28-16 right before the half kind of took the zip out of the Aggies at that point. And, you know, with the quarterback change, maybe there's some more negative energy being – is the talent really that far down, or is there a major attitude adjustment required and we're starting to see it? I think it's both. I mean, I do think that the talent is down. I think that there's players that are playing on the field right now. Obviously, I'm not going to get into specifics, but – it, it looks a little bit more like the teams I played on instead of the teams that have been playing for the last nine years and winning bowl games and going to bowl games and, and playing really good football. So there there are definitely some head scratchers for me where I'm looking at it going, how's that guy on the field? Like, that's not a Utah State team. And, you know, how, how easily we forget 
you know, the Brent guy era, how easily we forget the Dave Arslanian era where it wasn't good, you know. And um, so I think that's that's part of it. And then, look, you can only put so much lipstick on a pig. And and when, when it's not playing well and when, when you don't have the right guys, you can have a ton of attitude. You can have a ton of good things going on, but um, it's not necessarily going to translate to wins. Now, it can, it can translate to the right culture that you need going forward. It can translate to finding out who your players are, that it can actually play under pressure. And at this point, I, if, if, I were, if I were Frank Miley, I, I don't think anything's off the table. I mean, I, I think you're playing guys that maybe you wouldn't play before. I think you're coaching guys up with the best energy that you can, and you're trying to find out who your players are. Now, he has a delicate line because – He's also auditioning for a head coach position. And so, um, and, and I think we've talked about this on this show before, but to me, I can go around with any head coach in the country, including Frank Miley as an interim head coach. We can talk X's and O's for hours, and it will be a blast, and it would amaze you how much these guys know about X's and O's. But the thing that separates good coaches from great coaches is culture, is attitude, is enthusiasm for the game, is want to, and all those things that they preach a lot, but they don't necessarily spend a lot of time on. And so I think that's going to be the most important thing that you see for Utah State going forward. The season, in some ways, is already cooked. How do you salvage it? You salvage it with effort. How do you salvage it? You salvage it by building culture. How do you salvage it? You salvage it by... Um, making sure that these guys are given 100% effort. And that's what I'm looking for as a as an Aggie alum, if I can put that hat on, and an Aggie fan is, look, win, lose, or draw, I just want to see, I want to see effort. I want to see the effort that, that needs to take place to win ballgames. So this lady, Janine Shelley, I think it's Jason's mother. Uh, she's on Twitter with a couple of tweets on the 16th of November. If demonstrating passion for the game, frustration, or even verbal altercation is a violation of a, quote, team rule that warrants a dismissal, then USU is not the place for you. And he said, I'm incredibly disappointed with the recent turn events at Utah State, firing the head coach after three losses with a new OC, new QB, no spring ball, and during a pandemic lacks empathy. Dismissing Jason a week later was no coincidence. Is he a scapegoat? No. I think... Listen, is this his mom? Is this his sister? Who is this that's, that's saying this? Janine Shelley. Who is that, Yach? I mean, I'll have to clearly, do some research. <laughs> do it. Clearly a relative. Clearly a relative, right? Yeah, and, she's pictured with him in a Utah upset. uniform. Yeah, and, 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 and uh, someone who's very disappointed about what's happening. Listen, it wasn't pretty on Saturday. It wasn't pretty on the sidelines. There's some things that I'm that, that I won't mention on air that I that I think I'm privy to. That are they're all about not being a good teammate. And I think the worst thing, if, if, when my kids grow up and 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 I have an eight and a six year old, and and I I just I just pray that sometime I get this compliment. The greatest compliment you could give my kids that would make me float high as a dad is. Your son, your daughter is an incredible teammate. We just love how much she's good to the other players and how she's the best player for the team or he's the best player for the team. 
the worst thing that you could tell me is that your son is a terrible is a terrible teammate. And I'm not so sure that whoever this relative is is completely aware of everything that's going on as a teammate. Riley, I have two quarterback questions about uh, Utah and BYU. The Utah question, which I want to hit you up here, is actually more about the Utah secondary and USC's quarterback. How much should Ute fans be worried about their uh, inexperienced secondary versus an NFL-quality quarterback at USC and NFL-quality receivers? And how much should they be encouraged that USC apparently – uh, is going to trip over themselves and leave the door open for big chunks of this game because that's what they've done in the first two games. Balance those two things for me. What am I going to see Saturday? So, so I think there's two things that um, that maybe if, if you're a defensive back out there listening or if you're a, a father of a defensive back out there listening, one of the things that you want to make sure is a true statement when you sign a Division One scholarship and you're a defensive back is – what does that defensive line look like? <laughs> because I've seen, I've seen average defensive backs become incredible defensive backs because of a good defensive line. And I've seen really, really good cornerbacks become average cornerbacks or defensive backs because of a really bad defensive line. So I think in some ways those two things are married. And I have a feeling that the defensive line is going to be pretty good for the University of Utah and it's going to give these defensive backs chances to grow into what they need to be. Listen, when, when Kyle Whittingham took his program into the Pac-12, I, did, I was not a believer, and this is, this is me calling myself out, I was not a believer that they were going to be able to move into the Pac-12 and play the man-to-man schemes and the blitzing schemes and get after teams like, like they had in the Mountain West Conference. I thought – Man, they're going to have to move to zone. Man, they're going to have to do some different things defensively, and that's going to be hard on their mindset defensively. And I was completely wrong. They have been able to play man-to-man this whole time. They've been able to recruit to it. I, I just don't see this being as big a deal as people are making it. Yeah, the coaches are a little bit concerned. Yeah, you should be concerned a little bit as a University of Utah fan. Are they going to be terrible? Is it going to be fart, fumble, and fall down out there? Absolutely not. And they're going to have a chance to play really, really good football because they're going to have a good defensive line. And I just don't see them ever having bad defensive backs. I mean, dude, they're putting defensive linemen, linebackers, and, and cornerbacks and safeties in the NFL like, like they're signing up for math 101 in college. I mean, there's so many people that are going. Well, if I farted, fumbled, and fell down, fetch. <laughs> Listen, you don't want to do that. You, you can't no. do it too much. But but every once in a while, we all fart, fumble, and fall down. <laughs> yeah, and then I follow it up with fetch. What the flip? I mean, come on. That's well, why I grew up, up in Phoenix. It's time to get up, start playing better. <laughs> All right, my second, my second question, if we can leave fart, fumble, and fall down behind us, just put that in the rearview mirror. Can you Phoenix. say that one more time? No, no. One more time? no. I'd, I'd like Yacht to, to drop that every once in a while. What? Is it always in that order? Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the alliteration there is, is, is pretty good with that order. I don't know. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. Fart, fumble, and fall down is what comes out, but it could be fumble, fart, fall down. It could be 
fall down, fart, and fumble. I don't care. Because <laughs> I remember you know? one time I was in the seventh grade, and one of my classmates, he sneezed <laughs> and farted at the same time. <laughs> I, I still remember this. I laughed hysterically. Thank you, PK. a little bit different order. I have that I promo for today, by the way, Jeff. But it was simultaneous. He sneezed and farted right at the same time. You've never done that? You've never done that? No. <laughs> I'm guilty as charged. I've done that before. Wow, what a, con- a convergence of bodily functions. No, I've never done that. <laughs> I mean, if we want to get off on bodily functions, is there anything better than a sneeze? If I mean, dude, there's something about a sneeze that's awesome. Uh, maybe, something maybe a couple a of things, but I'll let that good. go. <laughs> I had I had another question, but there's no there's no point now, is there? What was your I mean, there's, question? There's really no point. Just keep, no... It, keep it simple. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm assuming in the gutter. I'm assuming that we are going to see a lot of backups for BYU after they soundly thrash uh, 0-3 North Alabama early in the game. And I'm curious, I also expect to see Zach Wilson uh, getting picked pretty high in the NFL draft. So how much of the quarterback play that we see in this North Alabama game is going to impact the battle to be the starting quarterback next year, assuming that Zach is gone? Ooh. I like that question. See, this is why you're good at your job. Uh, I think it matters. I think it matters. And I think that you you should see a steady dose of Hall and you should see a steady dose of Romney. And I think it matters from the standpoint that in practice, it's really hard to replicate any sort of pressure at all. And uh, I think I think when you play Division One quarterback at Brigham Young University, you're a person who demands a high level of play out of yourself. And I think those two will feel the combined pressure of just playing good football for their teammates, but for themselves. And I think it'd be I think it'd be could be really revealing for the coaching staff uh, going into next year. I think that's a I think that's a really good idea. I think that's a fantastic idea. Well, we'll leave it there then, although I know what's going to be <laughs> the talking point from this segment in the long run. <laughs> Thank you, I think, yeah, Riley. Just every once in a while, if you fart, fumble, and fall down, you got to clean up the mess and you got to move forward, okay, guys? So just, right. just get up and go. Well, if it's in the winter, move to Phoenix. <laughs> Riley, we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, right. guys.